for all the latest in music, fun and laughter. <laughs> Not forgetting your favorite music stars. This is the On Music with Max podcast, where we give all the answers to your music-related questions. Hello and welcome to the On Music with Matt podcast. My name is Matt Sula and this is the On Music with Matt podcast, a podcast where I chat some of the biggest music stars from SN across the world to find out how music has changed their lives. Today, history will be made on the podcast. Let me give you a quick update of the Celebrity Real or Rubbish leaderboard, right? Boscast is currently leading the pack with 100%, followed by Skywander, Philippa, King98, and Lee Cole is at the bottom of the leaderboard. So how will our next guest match up we'll get to find out either way i am so obsessed with my next guest music she is a south african chart topping artist she doesn't play when it comes to those charts besides music she's a psychologist and owns her own record label talk about a multifaceted queen ladies and gentlemen boys and girls welcome <laughs> to the podcast carly j myers <laughs> yep 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 Kali, How's welcome it? to the podcast. I am good. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I am very well, thank you. You said this is your very first podcast, correct? Yes, I haven't done a podcast before. This is exciting. I'm excited on your behalf. We're going to have so much fun that I can tell you. There's just, just so much that you and I have to chat about and uh, even play sure. a couple of games. All right, so let's get started Ooh. from the start. Um, Kali... Jay Myers. Growing up, did you always want to be, you know, like a, a musician? Do you sing in the choir? I sang in the choir, but I'm a horrible singer now. Uh, did you like maybe <laughs> sing from a young age or it's something that you just, you know, did as, you know, you were growing up? Um, so I have been like singing since I think I was, I don't know, able to speak kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I just, I just had a real love for music and I was lucky to grow up in a musical family. So mm. like my dad plays guitar and writes songs and sings and yeah. like some of my earliest childhood memories are in nursery school and we used to have like these, <laughs> these birthday, like, I don't know if you know, like they call them like a birthday ring where, you know, like some of the, whoever's birthday it is like, yeah. both, like your class comes around and I remember I must have been like four like five or six years old yeah my dad used to come to the ring with me and he used to sit and sit and play the guitar and I used to sing with him oh that's so cute <laughs> that's so cute and I, I, I can imagine obviously you know just growing up in a, in a musical family I grew up in a musical family myself uh, but amazing for, for, for us it was like more musical in the sense of um, you know, everyone attended church, so it will be singing church hymns and so forth. So when yeah. you were with your family at home, what were the type of songs that you were singing when your father was maybe playing the guitar? <laughs> <laughs> well, the first song I think we ever sang together was I Feel It In My Fingers. Uh, Love mm -hmm. is, what's it? Love Is All Around. Okay. Um, that was like, that's kind of like my, like one, one of the, like, you know, youngest songs I, I remember. But mm. I mean, I, I grew up like very involved in the music with my family and listening to a lot of the like golden oldies mm. lots of the beatles elvis that kind of stuff yeah um also i was listening to the carpenters my mom's like favorite one of her favorite um albums was one of the carpenters one and i used to mm. we used to drive around Joburg yeah singing on the top of my lungs the um top of the world one i can't remember i think it's called that yeah, yeah. so i mean i grew up listening to a lot of the kind of classics you know the old mm. school classics and um 
then just got more and more into like pop and um but i guess like very inspired by like rock and um, mm-hmm. like rock and country music um, yeah. and pop music yeah um yeah and just did all did all like every every time i had opportunity to explore music like i took it you know so whether it was like school plays or choirs or like i'm also a dancing my dancing background so like the oh, art wow. you know so dancing yeah. and so i just i just love the art forms you know and yeah. just that side of expression which is a special place to play in <laughs> yeah I, well i guess you and i have something in common okay maybe i'm lying here but i i at no, some point my, maybe at some point in my life I I I used to to dance, you know. Um, yes, I, what I, I, what yeah? Yo, I I you know like when there's <laughs> like a party at home, and then they bring family members that you don't know, and then the song <laughs> plays, and then there you are at like six seven years old, and then you like dancing. That's the only dancing I did. It was not like a professional type of vibe, but it was just like oh yeah, God, bo, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I love that. We totally have that in common. Um, yeah. My, one of my best friends will probably kill me for telling you this, but when, when we were little, we used to like spend like hours and hours like making up dances. Yeah. And then when there was this one song, I don't know if you remember Cartoon, uh, Cartoon Heroes. Yes, uh, yes. I think it was Aqua. <laughs> we used to dance that song. We made the most like that. We thought we were like the coolest ever. And I used to Obviously. like show my mom after we were yeah, finished. Like, look yeah. at our dance, and her reaction just made us feel like we were ready for Broadway. So we thought we my were like goodness. the coolest. My <laughs> ready. Yeah, I wish we'd filmed that. That would be really um, a lot of <laughs> a lot of dangerous content. Well, that listen, we are here for all this content. You know, like embarrassing content <laughs> is the best content ever. Trust me. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. I'm, I'm being facetious, but yeah, I actually wish we had recorded that. I'd love to watch it. Like sometimes I have these odd flashbacks of these moves we used to find. Yeah, yeah. We used to come up with it was ridiculous, but it was My so goodness. much fun. It like made everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's very interesting. Um, yeah. So I obviously then, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. And then obviously then you you know you 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 as you said would say you are influenced by you know you 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 take your influence a lot from pop music and cult you know and country music and so forth and and listening to oldies um when when it comes to you writing music right uh, from a very young age uh, did did you did did you write um and maybe like have like a poetry book because I know some people um started writing as maybe like poems and then the poetry kind of transcended to music how was yours starting out your writing at the beginning that's a good question you know no one's ever actually asked me that properly before <laughs> um <laughs> so i think for me my i started writing probably was kind of like poetry in a sense mm-hmm. um i mean i never showed it to anyone it was like kind of my own space you know like yeah. my own little diary and journal mm-hmm. and whatever and i used to like jot down a lot of my thoughts and i think often it was either a combination of like just you know rhyming schemes or poetry type of thing and sometimes mm-hmm. like i would hear the melodies in that and i would like sing you know could like figure it out yeah. but i think only when i got a bit older um and i started to um like experiment a bit more and collaborate a bit more did like my confidence come out to actually write and and, and play it for people you know yeah. and yeah. that kind of developed and then like the more it was well received the more um the, the better i felt and the more excited i got to do it more and more yeah um and yeah, and I was lucky that my, my dad's a songwriter, as I said. So like, um, mm. it was also a lot of a lot of the kind of early days of me learning, like the or I guess getting exposure and experience in songwriting was with him, yeah. mm. um, which was really quite a special space to 
like a special kind of um, space to create that type of bond with my dad, which was True. also quite special for me. True. Yeah. That's very lovely. So obviously, I guess then it, it it was a bit easier for your your parents, you know, to uh, allow you to go into you know the music industry. Um, I have spoken to a couple of people before, and they have mentioned how it was so difficult for their parents to allow them to you know take music as a career. Like, ah, oh, no, well, this and that. So I guess for your parents, it was a bit easy for them to allow you to do exactly that. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 an interesting one that you bring up. My parents have always been like exceptionally supportive of everything mm. I want to do. Yeah, um, been very grateful for that. Um, I think I've always had like an inclination to pursue music because it's mm. such a passion, but yeah. also like to pursue a different type of um, professional career. So I'm also I studied um, and I did my masters in industrial organizational psychology, and I'm now practicing as a psychologist. Yes, and. Um, so I think like uh, probably my parents were happy that I that I was doing like both, but for me yeah. that was what I wanted to do. Like I was, I find the left and right brains side like so stimulating, mm-hmm. um, in that way that like I was always in. I've always been doing both like for as long as I can remember. Like I like I like to be busy and I like to I like variety. So yes. getting you know get being fed in many levels, whether it's my soul food or my academic food or my yeah, mental yeah, food yeah. or whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, my parents have been incredibly supportive. Um, I couldn't have asked for more support in in regards to you know encouraging me to pursue my dreams and mm. and um, you know supporting that process. Yeah, I'm so happy that you have already mentioned uh, that uh, you know you are a, a psychologist, a qualified one, that you did your masters. Um, just tell me, like, how is a normal a normal day in your life, especially <laughs> when? you have to you know especially when it's time for you to maybe record a song or so forth or maybe when you're doing pr how is a normal day in your life as not only a musician but also <laughs> a psychologist on top of that do you really want me to answer i really that? want you to answer that one um, okay so here's the answer um my days are very full okay <laughs> so um i'm working um as a consultant and an industrial psychologist um at a company omnicore okay. um full-time job so um you know i wake up typically um, i'm more of a night person than a morning person although okay. i love waking up early and um getting like started with exercise and that kind of stuff but yeah. it just depends like what what kind of rhythm i'm going through i tend to have like different rhythms <laughs> yeah 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 but typically I wake up and I start working um, in the consulting world and um, I work pretty much until like I'm done for the day, which is usually around hoppers four. Sure. Um, and occasionally like during lunch or whatever, like I have got like a, a work, like a, a music call, like with, you know, my um, publisher or like writers and that, yeah, or, like, yeah. you know, just someone I might, you know, at lunchtime kind of touch base with those kind of people. But typically like that doesn't happen like, very often and it's more the daytime, like I'm working in the in the in the corporate world. Mm-hmm. Um and then as soon as that kind of like I'm done for the day in that space, I kind of shift gear and then I get onto <laughs> like the music stuff and it's yeah it's intense because like you know there's I, I also opened my own record label Ooh. um and I'm gonna be signing artists and so there's a lot of the business side of the music. So mm-hmm. That kind of happens from, you know, around five, six o'clock. I often take a bit of a break and do some exercise or, I mean, when the gyms were open or like before COVID, I'd go mm-hmm. to gym, but yeah. now it's more like home workouts and that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah, so do some exercise, some weight training at home and, or yoga. 
and then I kind of get stuck into either the business side of things, depending on what's going on, um, yeah. and or I like working with producers and like doing songwriting sessions in the evening. Um, I often have, uh, well, not often, but um, over lockdown, it's been more um, like online writing sessions. Okay. Um, which has been really cool, and because I, I work a lot with international um, uh, composers and writers, they're yeah. often based in like like Los Angeles or Canada. And the time difference actually works for me because then okay. my night time is yes. their daytime. Yes. So we yeah, are the evenings of like songwriting sessions or studio time or um, like whatever's kind of on the go, you know. Um, and then yeah, I get to bed and we do it again. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's a lot. <laughs> that is a whole lot. Uh, uh, let's now chat about you now opening a record label. Uh, tell me the importance. Why you felt it was so important for you to do that? Because there's not a lot of females uh, or a lot of women in the music business who have their own record labels and we know that it is so difficult for women to be signed to record labels and besides it being difficult for women to be signed to record labels they face so much um, abuse and so forth uh, within their record labels so what was it for you that was like okay Carly we're opening a record label now that's another good question you asked, man. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> um, think about that. So I think where that came from for me is um, it probably started many years ago um, because I've always been like in the music business, both as an artist and involved in the um, writing process and involved in the business side of things, like yeah. managing myself and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of experience in with the business side of music. Yeah. Um, I've also been very lucky that, um, and it's been wonderful to work quite closely with my dad on it too, because my dad's an attorney. Mm. So we've kind of t- tackled the business side of music together yeah. and I've learned a fortune from him and you know I've learned so much from so many mentors um, in the industry, like particularly um, I'm sure you know John Fishlock um, yes. who's just such a um, he's like the father of, of the music industry <laughs> and he's did, just the most did. I have so much time and respect for him he really hmm. is um, John if you're listening to this big love <laughs> um, so yeah so I've, I've learned a lot around the music industry and I've, si- I've been signed to a few labels over mm. the years as well and I just felt like um, you know in today's world with the independent artists and the way one is able to um, release music and access music with this kind of new age space it made more sense for me to just do it myself mm-hmm. um, and I wanted that kind of like I'm also I think you know the, the this experience I've had in the music business industry as well as in the corporate business industry with my consulting mm-hmm. they really taught me a lot in both like that it's applicable in both in both like uh, industries yes so I just like as time's gone and it's kind of happened naturally to the point that like I'm like I think I want I think I'm ready for this and like I know enough about about the space I'm always learning I definitely don't know everything yeah and there's still you know lots of things I want to learn but it just made sense I wanted to have that kind of control over what I do um I wanted to sign an, an artist which um I won't talk too much about yet but you've got something really exciting to look forward to I've got yes. an artist that's going to be coming through my label and she is so talented mm-hmm. so you can watch out for that so you know things just kind of progressed that I, I felt that this is this is what I want to do this is right it's important for me to own my own material to release my own material mm-hmm. um, and yeah and, and it's, it's definitely a challenge but it's a challenge I'm really enjoying hmm. so uh, I'm excited to actually you know get to hear 
and get to know the the artists that you're talking about that you're saying is amazing so and then obviously then you started releasing music commercially right um if we listen yes. to song your songs like uh walls and clutch yeah they are extremely different from anything you have released any you know after that you know i know uh so <laughs> like uh, if i'm not mistaken is walls it has a, a, a lot uh, it's a very motivational song that's one thing that i love um uh, I'm, 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 i might botch your lyrics i'm sorry uh, but uh, you say something along the lines <laughs> of you are greater than your walls which is yes amazing yes right. you're, yes you're bigger than your walls and it it it, it, it all it kind of has like a a very country-ish influence am i correct by saying that mm. uh like you, your, <laughs> yeah. early, your early songs from like 2014 2015 they are different from anything that you have released you know like now tell me about yeah. your 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 entry into commercial music and the genres that you thought you wanted to play with at the beginning so I think it's a very like organic process. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was when I released Clutch and, and all the King's Horses and Walls, it was kind of it kind of is reflective of where my inspiration, in a sense, was coming from at that stage yes. and what I was exposed to and where I was at in a kind of songwriting perspective as well as um, in a I guess a influential like from different genres types of perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like as I've as I've grown, um, I've grown in the music industry from a um, from an artist perspective and also as a writer. Yes. Um, and also within the collaborations that I've um, been fortunate enough to um, to engage in. Mm-hmm. Um, so tracks like Walls, um, I mean, I, I wrote that at a time in my life where. Um, I was incredibly inspired by my younger sister mm. um, and the songs basically about her oh, wow. um, and the and, and the inspiration that she gave me. She had gone through a very difficult time. Um, she was in a serious car accident and oh, had to really, she, she just showed me tremendous strength and mm. she showed me, she was like my inspiration to life at that point Ooh. and she still is, like she's just a very, um, a, a very uh, like incredible um, and inspiring human so when i wrote that song that was where i was at in that stage and i and i just wanted to share that message with everyone um i'm quite excited actually that that song's currently in the process of being remixed and and redone oh nice with a very different twist so hopefully you'll hear that soon too um so that was kind of where i was at then and then i as time kind of moved on i and the the kind of exposure and people that i was working with Mm -hmm. um I, i got more into the into the kind of mainstream pop space yeah um and i just like i've worked with such incredible people um in in toronto and los angeles new york and that kind of stuff that it just it inspired me and also i think probably reflective of the type of music i've been listening to a lot of Mm. um so yeah so i i think like you know i I just i'm focused on making on writing and making great music and music that's you know centered around um, a message, a storyline, a top line that people can sing along to and, and feel something from. Mm. All right, so we're gonna quickly break away right from uh, the the interview. We're gonna chat about your latest songs after this. We're gonna chat about uh, your favorite song of yours. We're gonna chat about a lot of other things that I want to know from you. But right now, I want us to play a game. I call this game "Celebrity Real or Rubbish" because. I only played with celebrities, people like yourself. <laughs> uh, I, have 30, <laughs> I have 30 seconds on the clock and five questions for you. These are music oh, wow. okay. and pop culture related. I've made them very easy. Trust me, they're very easy and tailor-made for you. And they may include things that you have said 
didn't say, done, didn't do, or more. You know, so it, it's it's very very fun though at the end of the day. But all you have to do is <laughs> tell me, is tell me what I'm doing, what I, what I, what I'm saying is absolutely real, or I'm talking rubbish, right? So, okay. Do you have any questions? No, go for it. Let's try this. <laughs> all right, perfect. So I'm just gonna let you. I'm just gonna give you a a, a heads up. Boskasi is actually leading the leaderboard at this point. She got a hundred percent, which is five out of five. Um, I think oh, the wow. person who got the least was who got the least. I think it was King ninety eight. He got about sixty <laughs> percent, or maybe it was Lee Cole. I don't remember. But uh, if if you get more than three, you are well. You are not at the bottom of the leaderboard, and um, <laughs> okay. you, you'll be very happy. About Let's that. hope I don't disappoint. Can you imagine I get one? Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, I, I doubt. I doubt you'll disappoint. So. Here we go, Kali. Your 30 seconds begins now. Is it real or rubbish that the Little Mix hosted the MTV EMAs? Uh, rubbish. Real. It happened on Sunday. Oh, Is it real God. or rubbish that your nicknames are Carl's and CJ? Correct. Ra- real. Indeed. Is it real or rubbish that your favorite movie, My Fair Lady, was released in 1978? Real. It's rubbish. Nineteen sixty-four. Oh, is it really oh, no. rubbish? Rubbish. <laughs> Dancer and I don't want to fight. Our songs by Tina Turner. Um, rubbish. It's actually really. <laughs> 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 We're out of time, but okay, one no, bonus question. Get the last one. one bonus question, Kali. Is this yes. real or rubbish? That crazy charted on Algoa, Good Up FM, and many, many more radio stations in the country. It did. It is indeed real. So, Kali, oh my goodness, I am very sorry. Oh my goodness. You <laughs> see, I, I, I called it beforehand, but you shouldn't have given me so much expectation. <laughs> so, let me tell you what I did, right? So, I, I, I love tricking people. I love tricking people. Um, <laughs> Don't dwell under pressure, can <laughs> I know that there's, there's a song by uh, Tina Turner that was like one which of one? your... What, which was a song by Tina Turner, which was like one of your... Your favorite growing up as a child or a song that you're like, yes, this is a song. Yeah, Yes. So I, I, I wanted to use other Tina Turner songs to find yeah, out. Yeah, you threw me there. Yes, to find out your <laughs> Tina Turner knowledge and your movie. Yes. I just twisted the years a little bit. You because... also twisted it. I was like, yes, that is my movie. It must be right. <laughs> Either Man, way. Matt. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what to say. I don't know what exactly. to say. So you apparently have a new loser. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should be proud to take that spot. Used to have a title. <laughs> well, yeah, just pray that somebody. We still have a couple more, you know, guests to come onto the podcast. Okay, just I'm holding that, my thumbs. Yeah, just pray that they score. Stay not lower than but two. But who knows? Maybe we might have the worst <laughs> real or rubbish player, and there might actually be an award for that, and you might win it. Who knows? Oh, Maybe. <laughs> I'm just trying to be Not nice. Yeah. Um, oh, so nice. Make a bad situation good. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> let's get straight into back into the music video and chat about the songs that you then released afterwards, right? As you say that, as time went by and you started working with other people from you know the likes of people in Toronto and so forth, <laughs> you started going into mainstream pop, which is different from your early releases. Um, now, mm. t- tell me about that change from, you know, the, 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 the early releases, which were like, I, I, I like to say more like country influence to now being like pop and upbeat, you know, type of tempo music. 
How was that transition for you? When do you, maybe I can respond with another question. When did you scale the change? All right, so I I scaled the change. Wait, I'll tell you just now. I'll tell you just. Now. I want to get the years. Pop, I, I want to get the years for you, and then you I, can I'll, just tell me the song. I don't mind. You don't have to stress about the year. All right, so for me, I think the change was around 2017. Mm. Yeah, so from from like crazy. Uh, go, going, going, you know, coming this side. Absolutely. They, 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 yeah. There was like an, an absolute change. Absolutely. Yeah. And I can tell you where that happened. Um, it was a very kind of intentional, conscious decision for me mm-hmm. in that um, I was, I was, um, so basically what happened with Crazy is um, Crazy was written in the middle of the night at a songwriting camp by mistake. Oh, wow. <laughs> Interesting. Um, I was invited to a, a BMI songwriting camp in Cape Town mm-hmm. and I don't know if you know how songwriting camps work but very briefly um, every day on the camp you know you collaborate with different people and they mm-hmm. put you in a room and they're like write a song for the day oh, so wow. we've been we'd finished writing this song for the day and myself and Amin Haran who I'm sure um, he's an amazing familiar with Woo. yeah he's awesome so yeah. we were we were chatting and we were um, we were chilling that one night and we were playing around with some music stuff and I, I, I'd been working on on crazy or the, what was crazy at that point. It, mm-hmm. It's shifted a bit since, but I played it to him and I was like, what do you think of this? And he was like, just wait, hold on, be quiet. I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, shh, shh, shh. Anyway, as a few hours later, we had the burns of crazy. Mm-hmm. And at like three o'clock in the morning, we were like putting down some basic vocals for the next day's session. Yeah. Um, and that's basically what happened with crazy. And he kind of pulled me out of my comfort zone a lot with that song. And um, I decided to just kind of put my trust in the creative process and mm-hmm. um, not kind of hold on to anything that was precious at the time and wanted to be kind of open and inspired to just let things create in themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's how Crazy was kind of born. And I was so like proud and grateful to myself that I opened myself up to that type of um, experimentation. Yeah. And the more I've done that, the, the, that was the kind of the first time I've done that. And since then, I've always, I've done that more and more and just been open to, you know, working with whoever I'm working with and letting the creative process mm-hmm. um, drive itself. Yeah. And often through that type of process, the magic happens where, you know, people from different backgrounds all come together and, you know, people will change over their own personal backgrounds. When you yeah. bring new people into a room, you just have something fresh that's arrived, that mm. arrives. And um, I've loved that part of the music industry and the writing space and the yeah, yeah. Compo- composition space. Just it's so cool to work with people that are just all different. You know, yeah. everyone is different. So, true, true. so yeah, that's in a sense how that transition happened for me at that stage. And it's just kind of been a journey since then. Sure. I remember um, when Crazy Kai Kai came out, but before I, I'll mm. tell you about that. Um, I think it was last week, if not two weeks ago. I was just sitting down on my laptop and listening to my old radio shows from 2017. Um, and I, I remember still doing the morning show. And I was listening to one of the shows and I played crazy. And I remembered how Amazing. how obsessed I was. With the song. maybe I played it every day. I most of you played it every day, I'm pretty sure. Uh, oh, man, on, thank on the, you. <laughs> it's only a pleasure. <laughs> We and got you to thank because <laughs> I was listening. I was listening to to those previous shows like maybe two weeks ago. I was like, oh my goodness, a oh, true, wow. I was like, I was like so reminded of like songs that I was absolutely, absolutely loving. You know, from 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 oh, back that's in amazing. the day. I know, and the song was 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 big to be quite honest because it went over to chart on like various radio stations and, and topped the charts. Um, when mm. you when you heard your first ever song, 
play on the radio what did you do <laughs> what was your reaction oh my word like that feeling never gets old i can tell you that yeah yeah when i'm driving and then i'm like listening to radio and then like something pops on like, oh my god that's my voice i'm not <laughs> like there's no cd in the car or like you know yeah most like i don't often play cds anymore but like i was like wait that's um there's no like that's the radio <laughs> it's the best feeling in the world honestly it's so it's so so cool um there's nothing better I'm like like you know you like thousands and millions of people listening and true, true. that's like kind of your creation that's now everybody else's and mm. you know you're sharing you're sharing something of yourself with the whole world and um there's you know whenever someone's able to connect to the music it makes him feel something whether mm. it's inspiring or happy or just anything you know there's mm. just there's such value for me and, and to me that's like actually where my kind of psychology background like overlaps into the music industry because it's mm. all about human connection you true, know? True. and when you can when i can create that kind of connection with listeners and and my fans in that regard it's the biggest blessing um so there's nothing better than hearing my own music on the radio i'm like ah! <laughs> so do you, do you ever want to like like honk your 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 pee 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 when you're in traffic like yes that's my job everybody <laughs> tune into this radio For station sure. play my song <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's a little more internal than that but okay. <laughs> i usually put out my cell phone and i'm like phone and like record and send it to my family or my friends and whatever like listen yeah and i usually have some have like you know other people messaging me um being like hey listen i just heard you on the radio i'm like yeah me too <laughs> or i didn't hear it at the same time and i'm like cool which song did you hear yeah <laughs> that's really beautiful um, which is so cool i mean like that feeling is amazing and mm-hmm. i can tell you the power of radio um in that like this was a very a very um i don't know sobering in the in the most humbling way mm-hmm. type of experience actually sobering is probably not the right word hum- humbling um experience for me i was um invite when during uh crazy's kind of release time yes um good hope fm was um was really loving the track and they invited me to perform at their uh, benefit concert in Cape Town mm. um, at Grand Rose Casino and I can tell you that my worst nightmare turned into my like dream come true wait, because... wait, 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 I think I remember I was I was not there though <laughs> Do you know that? I, I was not there oh, though you... but I think wait is there a video <laughs> on Good Hope FM's Facebook page where you were on stage and everyone was was singing along to the song Yes. <laughs> I know that moment. It was amazing to watch. It was so amazing to watch. That's how obsessed I was with the song. That's how obsessed oh, I was with the song. So because cool. like I was like a stalker. I love you for that. <laughs> so, oh, I love you too. You. I love you too. I remember that moment like I was there. I'm, like now when you mentioned I'm like, yes, yes, I remember as well. <laughs> it was beautiful. Though. That's amazing. I mean, you know, you can imagine being in front of thousands and thousands of people on stage. Yeah. And then suddenly the like your microphone stops working <laughs> and you're like um what now no one can hear me and then the whole crowd starts singing back to me i was like what yeah well <laughs> uh, that was the most unreal experience really i can't believe you remember that man re- that's so cool listen i re- i remember like when you when you started saying like oh i was performing and i'm like wait i think i saw a video a couple of years ago <laughs> and everyone was singing along and i know i was singing along as well and i was watching that facebook video so Jay, oh, it's, these are my things these are my things That's and then amazing and then obviously <laughs> afterwards then you have released more music just saying you've teamed up with the amazing you know mm. uh matthew gold and you've had no bet you know no you better as well tell me about those particular two songs 
Ah, those two songs are also special to me. I mean, every song means something to me, you know, mm-hmm. and, and has a like is important. Um, but yeah, those two songs. So just saying. Um, also, I mean, a lot. Also, actually, if I think about it, arose spontaneously. Yeah. Um, I was in New York City at the time. Uh, well, not at the time. In 2000, and I think it was 16. I was okay. running the New York Marathon. Wow. And.、Um, I was there, like not expecting to write music, but rather expecting to run a marathon. Yeah, yeah. And after the marathon, I um I, because I'm a member of BMI, I went to go visit them,、mm-hmm. and um they I, I said to them like, you know, do you know anyone that's looking to write? I'm here for another few days, and you know, would love to would love to write music and collaborate. And um the president of of BMI said to me, you know, he knows this really great writer. Um. Uh, Robbie Rosen from American Idol,、mm-hmm. and、um, he was like, "Let me check if he's free." And, and Robbie was free, and so、Ooh. it was so cool. I took a train into、um, into、uh, Long Island,、mm-hmm. and we never met. I went to his place, and we got down and wrote a song, and just kind of just saying was born from that.、Um, mm. And it just kind of, I don't know, it just that song also just kind of happened, and、yeah. it was one of those. My flight was leaving like the next morning. Oh my goodness! And it was like I think half past eleven at night, and the last、yeah. train was at like twelve o'clock to get back、sure. into Manhattan to my hotel to get to the airport. And we like had to finish the vocals, and we we're like, okay, record, record, and like, okay, get in the car, run, get to the airport, get on the. I mean, on the airport, the train station. Yes. And like yes. I literally just made it, skin of my teeth onto that train,、Ooh. and managed to get back.、Mm-hmm. So that was like really exciting. We didn't know what had happened, but when we came back and listened to what we had done. We were, we loved it on my word and、mm. um, yeah and, and then、um, I got、um, I asked Matthew if he if he was keen and he he heard like thirty seconds of the song and he was like okay cool I'm in I was like huh <laughs> don't you want to listen to the chorus <laughs> he's、yeah. like no it's awesome I was like okay cool <laughs> that's me、really、that、nice. was awesome too yeah、um, yeah so it's been a great journey you know.、Um, Writing overseas, also so "Know You Better" was also written、um, overseas. I was I wrote that with a Canadian writer and producer,、um, mm-hmm. Adam,、um, and yeah, that was that was lots of fun too. Okay, like just like adventure stories, you know, like every song and trip that I've done、um, has just led to adventures and、mm-hmm. and、um, and creations in that way, which is something that I don't take for granted. I'm very grateful for those those moments because they they rare, you know, and they、Indeed. they're very powerful and they're very special to then leave with something that was not there before. If you know what I mean. Sure, and I I can imagine how exciting it must be to work with you know、uh, producers and 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 amazing artists really you know and writers. Uh, who have works who have worked with big stars such as the likes of Justin Bieber, Selena Gomez, and you know, like maybe Fallout Boy? It's insane.、Mm. It's insane.、Oh, so wonderful. You know what's so cool about that is that particularly those writers who you're referring to、um, who worked with such incredible names,、mm. they are the most unassuming and humble people. Like you know, you walk into a session and everyone just leaves their ego at the door, and、uh, you know, just they. It's not about what you've done; it's about what you're doing in that moment,、mm. and it's just—it's such a—it's—it's it's a very—it's—it's a—it's a real honor to work with people like that because yeah, there's a lot、yeah. of ego in the industry, but when people can really put that aside and just be there for the, mu- the creation of music,、mm. it's just incredible. And I've learned so much from them. They are, yeah, very honored to work with such such caliber of talent. Yeah. So now you have brand new music, 2020 music, brand new music like. Still, yeah. If, if your music was a baby, we should have been calling it a newborn.、Uh, <laughs> let's talk about just doing me. 
tell me all about it. I am loving it. Uh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Uh, just Doing Me is really just, it, it, it's a song about catching every adventure of life and yeah. falling into that moment that's just filled with color and really just comes around once in your life that you just want to be present. Yeah. And that's kind of captures everything I was feeling and experiencing uh, when I was in Toronto, uh, was it last year? Mm-hmm. And I was attending the um, Canadian Music Week. Yeah. Where they were featuring South Africa at the time. Okay. And again, like a spontaneous writing session came about. And I was just so inspired in that session. And we, we wrote um, Just Doing Me in a few hours. And yeah. it's it just it really is just around living in the present. And, you know, just being yourself, um, doing you for you. Not in an arrogant way, but for your own good and for the love of of what what you've got in front of you, you know. And Mm. I think like that that concept resonates with me a lot because I think um, it's really around being mindful about where you are, you know, being... I don't know, I'm a very distracted person. I get very distracted by what's in front of me. Yeah. So... (laughs) When there's color and there's things going on, I'm like, ooh, like a very, you know, <laughs> even just going to the shops, I'm like distracted by so many things to see. Yeah. So <laughs> being overseas and, you know, being in that moment um, is a is a special thing to do. Um, and yeah, just doing me kind of captures that moment for me. And mm. yeah, I just kind of wanted to capture that, um, that upbeat um, sound that's just, you know, bubbling and um, makes people feel good, makes them want to dance. Mm. And just captures that positivity of just you know being who you are and and loving every minute of that hmm. i really love that i really love just doing me because also as as you, as you spoke that it resonates with you it resonates with me as well because i am all for my happiness my happiness comes first and Absolutely. just doing you man is fun just doing you is fun and just doing things that make you happy and just living your life it's Absolutely. amazing it's amazing Ah, oh, that makes me so happy. Like when I hear that kind of stuff, it makes me remember, like it just reminds me why I do what I do. Yeah. Because, you know, someone else, like it, it resonates or a lyric resonates or it mm. just makes sense or it makes you feel something or there's nothing better than doing that. Yeah. So thank you for, for giving me purpose. It's only a pleasure. And so tell me now, like out of your songs, right? Uh, which one do you listen to and you're like, you know what? You know what, Kylie? When you wrote and recorded the song, you were in your highest element. Which song is that? <laughs> That's such a hard question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, let me think. I think like I probably have to say like just doing me because it's like the most recent for me, and, yeah. I, and like it just it, it it brings me to the moments of what I was feeling in that mm-hmm. session and when we were writing and the kind of emotions and and experiences I was going through. And it's just, it's got such a a love in it that it makes me feel that. So Mm. probably just doing me, but you know, to be honest, like every song I record means something to me. And like, I enjoy, I've enjoyed recording it. Otherwise I wouldn't have done it. (laughs) So (laughs) so something in every, in all of them. Yeah. All right. So I know we, you, earlier on on podcast, we spoke about, when you were performing at the Group FM Benefit Concert, which was in 2017, you performed yeah. crazy and it was great, uh, which was an amazing time, you know, performing. But what was, or what has been the funniest thing that has happened to you whilst performing? 
embarrassing, by the way. The funniest. <laughs> yeah, the funniest or embarrassing. Funny or embarrassing that has just happened to you while you were performing. Um. So definitely, the Good Hope one comes to mind first. <laughs> but other than that one, I mean, that was just like bizarre. I was like, how can? At first, my heart sank to the point I was like, how can this happen now? Yeah. And then, like, it just elated what people think about <laughs> my music. But um, I think probably um, the, the funny slash embarrassing moments um, happen when, like, you know, I forget my lyrics on stage and I end up making oh. up lyrics. Oh my goodness, you're lying! <laughs> And no one knows because I managed to just like you know keep it looking real, and only I know that like what I've just said makes zero sense. But everyone's like jamming, and I'm like, okay, it's all good. Oh my goodness, wait! I, I legit <laughs> have my mouth open. I'm like, oh, what? Wait, 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 wait. So I've always wanted to do this because <laughs> I don't understand how like artists can have like 23 million songs and then have to go perform 16 million of those in one night. And I'm like, how do these people remember all these songs? So now it's nice to know that you guys also forget your own lyrics. <laughs> now I don't have to feel bad yeah. when I forget. <laughs> it happens. It happens. You know, sometimes like you're just so in the moment or distracted yeah. by something awesome going on in front of you, or like there's someone in uh, in the audience that just you know is, does something that catches your attention, and you're like, wait, where was I in the song? Yeah, yeah. And then you have to like find your way back in a way that looks real. It happened a lot to me, when, especially when I was performing with a band. Interesting. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's always fun. I always laugh when I get off stage. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if you realize, but like, but I said they make no sense. It was probably yeah. just a bunch of sounds. <laughs> <Sure>. so, <laughs> so music has been part of your life basically your entire life, right? Um, so, mm. but how would you say music has changed your life? Hmm. I mean, music's given my life a lot of meaning, mm. um, and that that obviously is a big change. Um, yeah. I think um, music's also changed my life um, through songwriting, mm-hmm. in that um, I've learned, I've just learned a new form of expression, mm. and. Um, you know, to be able to create something and then share it with others that, as I've said like quite a few times already today, like being able to share something that you've created and other people feel something from that. Yes. That's a life-changing experience because it means impact. And I think mm. what um, drives me as a person is having an impact on others. Mm-hmm. So like music's done that for me in a very, uh, in a very special way. Mm. Um, and also just being able to, you know, meet people like you and people like, Bands that I've met over the years, or that yes. have, you know, shared their stories with my music. That's that's hugely impacted my life. It's mm. changed my life, and that it gives me more more drive and more reason to do what I love. Mm. Um, so yeah, music's been totally instrumental in in my world. That's beautiful. So how would you like to be remembered? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to be remembered. Um, I'd like to be remembered for. Um, for my authenticity, I think, and mm. for my passion and for my um, work ethic and drive for pursuing my dreams and doing what I love. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, still remaining grounded and remaining true to myself and true to the people around me um, while still pursuing something that gives me so much meaning and, and um, is like just like pursuing my dreams and creating and being in the um in the music industry and the work yeah. that I've left, that I that I that I create and leave, leave behind with me, mm-hmm. 
being able to be remembered for that while still remembering who I am and you know like I, I want to I always want to be seen as somebody who's authentic and grounded mm-hmm. because I think it's very easy to get caught up in um in the kind of hype of the industry mm-hmm. um and I've got I'm very blessed to have a lot of really wonderful people in my life with my family my friends my boyfriend who everyone just grounds me in a way that I feel um I feel grateful for. I think mm-hmm. I'm rambling on now. I'm gonna stop talking. <laughs> oh no, no, no need for you to stop talking. <laughs> um, so uh, I know that you are you are working on releasing an album. When are we getting it, Carly? Mm. When are oh. we getting that album? We need Next to... year, my friend. <laughs> I've have... got a few. I've got, I'm working right. on so many, so many tracks at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, lockdown's given me that space actually to, mm. to work in the creative space a lot more. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Please God, next year you'll you'll get the album. It's it's all very much in progress, and definitely the intention is to get it out next year. So stay tuned. Yes, I'm here for this. Yeah, and and that is how we wrap up this episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for coming through. Yeah, we had so much fun. I hope you had so much fun. That as was well. amazing. That was so fun to chat to you. Really, thank you so much for having me here. It was so lovely. You made me think. <laughs> That's great. Asked me questions I hadn't thought about. So thanks yeah. for that. Absolutely happy that I got to make. <laughs> uh, Kelly J Myers think a lot on this podcast but as you know right now the game has changed 100% right now Nico is no longer at the bottom of the leaderboard as part of Celine Tabula Rubbish Carly J Myers now occupies its space yo that was one hectic Celine Tabula Rubbish I don't want to lie to you it was hectic I was actually because you're like, oh no, Kali, oh no, oh no. Either way, Nico must be very happy wherever he is to know that he's no longer part, like at the bottom of the leaderboard. Well, someone do worse than Kali J Myers will have to stick out and find out will anyone ever beat Boskasi to claim that number one position, or will Boskasi be the real or rubbish celebrity, real or rubbish boss? Who knows? We will find out as time goes by. That was fun. I really had so much fun. Either way, right now, let's get straight into music in a minute where I give you some of the music news for things that really caught my attention that I want you to know, right? So it was a really hectic week this week in the music world because American DJ uh, Megan Wright was in the news for all the wrong reasons as her new song is her replica of Grammy-nominated DJ Lag's song. And man, everyone went mad on her. It went so ham and Will I Am has come out really to her defense and took the blame for everything. For more, click on Music of to go check out that entire article. So Trevor Noah is to host the Grammys next year. Beyonce, Dua Lipa, Roddy Rich and more lead the pack with a shocker as The weekend is not even nominated for a single Grammy. And in new music news, Miley Cyrus dropped her album Plastic Hearts, Shoma Josie dropped What A Life, and Nathan Doe teamed up with Little Mix to drop No Time For Tears. That's all the time we had for music in a minute this week. These are some of the music news that are exclusive to the podcast, with some available on musicwithmat.com. Coming up on the next episode of the podcast. Oh my goodness, wait. I don't know who's coming up on the next episode of the podcast. I, I really don't. Yes, this is still my podcast. I'm supposed to know who's going to come up next, but I don't. I have no idea who will be on the next episode of the podcast. But trust me, we will have someone. So we'll find out next week, Monday, when you wake up. Period. That's how it is. And that's how I wrap up this episode of the pod show. Thank you so much to Kali J. Myers 
being part of the show and making history. And maybe I, I am thinking really about having that award. So for in case if she stays there for the rest of the season, she might win something at the end of the season, which will be a win-win situation for everybody. I thank you to you for listening to the pod show as usual. Don't forget to share and subscribe. Let your friends know to listen to the podcast. It's for free to subscribe. You can listen wherever and whenever. Binge listen. And good news. We are now available on iHeartRadio. So you can find On Music With Matt at on iHeartRadio. That's big, right? I know. Super, super big. Really amazing. I'm proud of that. Either way, take care of yourselves. If you can't, as I always said, you should know this by now. Let the music take care of you, booze. And that is how we wrap up yet another episode on the podcast. Don't forget to share and subscribe to get new episodes every Monday when you wake up. For more, click on musicwithmax.com.